Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. With everything changing in the world, I think we talk about workplace engagement now much differently than we did 12 months ago. When you think about engagement in the workplace, you typically think about an office setting. Well, now we have a lot of organizations, most organizations that have gone virtual or certainly a hybrid model. With that being said, how do we build engagement? How do we continue to foster a workplace that's engaging and motivating and inspiring? Now, let's look at a couple different things here. First of all, conversations matter. At Progress Coaching, we created a program called Why Leadership Conversations Matter. Our ability to converse with each other is absolutely critical now more than ever. In addition to that, 2020 was very fatiguing for many people. It really caused people to get anxious, have anxiety, stress. All of the things that people have gone through have really been, quite frankly, uh, very tough. Well, here we are in 2021. Now what do we do? Do we get back to work as we used to? Is it back to normal? Probably not. Yet now we need our people to really come to the front and center and be resilient, go above and beyond the call, get back to work, so to speak. Now, that does not mean people were not working in 2020, but the gist of it is we heard the word care and thoughtful and empathy probably more in 2020 than we had in many years prior to that. So what happens now? So how do we get this workplace engagement to improve? So let me share a couple thoughts with you. I think one of the biggest missing ingredients in organizations today is something called coachability. It's our ability to be coached. Here's the fundamental problem with our industry. We spend millions, if not billions of dollars worldwide on topics such as leadership training. Valuable stuff. Don't get me wrong. Valuable stuff. And I want to lead off with a quick story. And it's so funny. And I make this joke when I used to do a lot of in-person public speaking. Employees will actually change their job description. They just won't send you the memo. And every time I share that, people start laughing. But it's actually true. So recently, I was um, having a conversation with someone. It's a client who's very virtual, and I was actually talking to an employee. And we started to get into a pretty in-depth conversation, and she was sharing with me some of the challenges she was having with her boss. And I'm actually also helping the boss. They're going through our coaching training program. And I said, well, you know, you seem really upset. And she said, well, you know, he gave me some feedback a couple weeks ago, and it really bothered me. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't be bothered. What I'm saying is most people react to feedback, certainly constructive feedback, emotionally, not logically or rationally. I think that's a safe statement. So 
she went on, she started to talk about how she felt and et cetera, et cetera. And I said, well, and I kind of tricked her into this to be candid. I said, you know, I said, that's interesting. I said, how have you handled that? And she said, what do you mean? I said, well, hopefully you got some advice from somebody. She goes, oh yeah, I shared it with a couple of my coworkers and they agreed with me. And I said, well, let's take this conversation in a different direction. Your boss gave you some feedback that got you upset. First of all, why were you upset? She goes, I did not agree with it. I said, well, how did you share that with your boss? She said, well, I didn't. I said, how come? She said, well, I didn't want to get in trouble. Now, let's stop here for a second. Let's look at this factually. We have an employee who got feedback from her boss that she did not agree with. She immediately told three other people, virtually, by the way. And I said, well, I'm going to lead with a couple thoughts. And I want you to just take a deep breath with each thought I give you. You're going to want to react with a yeah, but. So that's a technique where you basically take out a t- person's typical reaction. And it's it's basically removing emotion. And I said to her, well, your job when you get feedback is to not agree or disagree. It's to take what you can from the feedback and learn from it. And I stopped and I could hear her wanting to say something. I said, don't say anything. I said, now you immediately said you didn't agree with it. You went and shared it with three other people. Yet you didn't want to share it with your boss because you might get in trouble. Wouldn't it be safe to say you still took somewhat of a risk by telling three other people? Take a deep breath, I said. I gave her about 30 seconds and I said, now let's calmly look at this. Now I want everyone who's listening to this podcast to really hear this. After about 30 seconds, her first comment was, you're right. I did not react the way I should have. I said, how do you think you should have reacted? She said, probably a lot more calmly. I said, okay. So what about talking to three other people? I said, these could be your three best friends. And I've heard it a million times for 30 years in the workplace. You took a risk to assume that those three people are not going to be triggered to share your thoughts with somebody else is a risk you probably didn't need to take. And yet the source of the person who actually made you feel that way doesn't even know you feel this way. She said, yeah, that wasn't very professional. Here's why I share that story. I think about things like fame. We we teach a program called FAME, Feedback, Attitude, Motivation, and Engagement. Yet we don't teach it to leaders. We teach it to employees. And we share with employees, you're in charge of you. You should be seeking feedback. Structure your own feedback. Ask where you're improving. Ask where you have opportunities to improve. Attitude. Your boss is not in charge of your attitude. You're in charge of your attitude. Motivation. If you don't know what motivates you, find out. And it's one of the biggest mistakes that leaders make. Well, I've got to motivate my employees. And I always ask managers who share that thought. I said, so let's go through a list of your employees. Tell me what motivates each one of them specifically. They can never answer it. It's not because they're bad people. They just don't know. 
By the way, a lot of employees don't know and engage. What does it mean to be professionally engaged? What are the behaviors and attributes? See, we tend to put a lot on leaders' shoulders. An employee has a huge responsibility to accept and seek feedback thoughtfully and professionally, to own and invest in their own attitudes so they're a great, positive, energetic, interactive teammate. Motivation, to be a highly motivated employee by uncovering what really motivates them in the job and potentially outside the job, and then pursue those things. Engagement, to be attentive, a thoughtful, active listener. And this all leads back to one concept, coachability. See, when a manager or a leader provides feedback or coaching, typically employees go into agree or disagree mode. That's not their job. It's not their job description. It is a very fundamental human reaction. So I go back to three questions that I ask everybody. And I would encourage leaders to incorporate this in their feedback and their coaching sessions. Number one, based on what I've shared with you, what have you learned? What that does, it's very simple, right? What that does is it immediately puts the person who got the coaching and or the feedback into a learning mode. We've re-engineered the relationship with the situation. Here's why that's so important. If I provide constructive feedback to somebody who, let's say, is always late for work, and I say, you can't be late anymore. I might have to write you up. I don't want to do that. And I have to give that feedback. We tend to let it sit there. How often do employees leave that room, leave that virtual session, go to another employee and say, I'm not the only one who's always late. And they kind of reestablish the rules. Yet if we gave that feedback and said, so honestly, what have you learned from this feedback? And somebody says, I know, I, I've got to be a little bit more timely. I've got to get here on time. I've got to get my kids in the bus earlier. I'll make an effort. See, once somebody applies a learning response, they've started to own the situation a little bit more. Second question, what have you learned about yourself you're committed to improving? Let's use the same scenario. Somebody will probably answer that question like, I've got to find ways to be more timely. I've got to have a time management system. I realize that this is disrupting the team. Guess what's happening by asking questions after feedback or coaching? You're creating ownership and accountability. Third, here's the big one. Based on what you've heard, whether it be feedback or coaching, you can look at somebody and say, what are the positive action steps you're going to take going forward based on your learnings? And where would you like my assistance? See, we tend to leave constructive feedback. We tend to leave coaching or advice or whatever we're doing and we let it sit there. Ask clarifying questions. Close out with questions to facilitate accountability and ownership. This breeds coachability. Most people do not hear constructive feedback, walk out of your office and go to a teammate and say, you know, he's right. I've got a pretty crappy attitude and I would just wanted to apologize. I'm not a good teammate either. They tend to come up with reasons why they disagree so they can discount the feedback or the coaching. Why? Because then they don't have to own it. 
coachability has to be facilitated. Coachability, getting someone to understand the value of feedback has to be nurtured through questions. Attitude. I share this with leaders all the time. You are not in charge of someone's attitude. You're in charge of giving them a decision to improve their attitude. If it motivation, sit down with your people and find out what motivates them. Don't try to motivate them based on your values and principles because it's like two ships passing in the dark. And last, engagement. Most people think they're really engaged. How often are we on virtual sessions and we see someone on their phone or looking away? So often, we don't really even realize our own habits that disrupt our ability to be professionally and thoughtfully engaged. Coachability is about helping people understand that being vulnerable and learning from feedback and our role and responsibility to be coached and uh, to become recipients of feedback is to be thoughtful and professional and gleam what we can learn from this versus what we agree or disagree with. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called coach to you We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.